0: George McReynolds of McReynolds Wealth Management, registered principal. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member, FINRA SIPC. Investment Advisor Representative, Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and McReynolds Wealth Management are not affiliated. Advanced level tax planning, income tax preparation, life coaching, and time management consulting services, and fixed insurance products and services are separate and unrelated to Cambridge. Cambridge does not offer tax advice. As a CFP and RFC, George McReynolds' mission is to help people create compelling dreams for their future, the plans to attain them, and the time to enjoy them. This is the Prosper Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome into
1: this edition of the Prosper Podcast with George McReynolds. Going to talk about investing, finance, and retirement with George. What's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I just had a a real busy
2: week in uh, Sun Valley, Idaho. Listened to uh, some of the best uh, economists and uh, investment managers, hedge fund managers on the planet. Nice. Really psyched up.
1: Yeah, well, well, we're going to have a, a chance to talk about that. Maybe on our next podcast or so, we'll, we'll kind of go through some of what the things that she learned since she just got back and kind of get a chance to uh, debrief that down a little bit. But that'll be fun. We'll check that out in a couple of weeks here on the show. So make sure you're signing up and uh, subscribing to the podcast for that. We'll have some more good information for you. For this week's podcast, we're going to talk about our emotions, George, and how to account for those in our financial plan. Obviously, a lot of things going on in the news and the media and things of that nature that certainly can get us all worked up with our uh, thoughts. And process. We've been saying for a while, you and I, that 2020 was going to be certainly an interesting year with all the things happening geopolitically and whatnot. But uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit and see how things go. So I think most of us, George, like to think we make good decisions based on logic and facts. And maybe we do, but the truth is, emotions certainly creep their way in from time to time. Uh, What kind of emotions do you typically find as an advisor, as a wealth manager, and a tax strategist that? You know, drive people's decisions. Is it usually just the big two, George? Is it just fear and greed?
2: That's a a derivative of all the others. But really, I think I've identified eight uh, specific behavioral finance mistakes that people make. I I identified a few of them in my first book, Prosperity by Design. But the biggest one I think that that we run into is called recency bias. And people think that uh, what's recently happened, it's always been that way. It'll always be like that. They conclude recent events will continue into the future and uh, remember recent things more than and value things more uh, now than they did uh, in the past, just because it happened recently.
1: Interesting. Okay. So what are some of the mistakes that you tend to see people make because of those emotional decision makings and because of things like you just mentioned?
2: Well, let's say that someone decided to invest in 2007 at the top of the market. Okay. And then, of course, we had the financial crisis 2008-2009. Their hardened belief would be that the market you're always going to lose 50% of the money That you put in I see. And that's going to stick with them And then uh, someone that decided to invest In 2010 you know, They've seen 7% average annual returns Since then So they have a, a belief that the market's always going to always going to go up and average that. We see the same thing in real estate. So many people today believe that you never lose money in real estate. (laughs) And uh, in in my career, starting in banking in uh, 1985, I've seen several market corrections in real estate. And many of them uh, in residential real estate, I remember at least three, possibly four. uh, And then we've also seen them in commercial and in multifamily real estate. But people have this belief that you never lose money in real estate.
1: Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess that makes sense, right? I mean, because we are t- we tend to be creatures of habit, so when we have these things happen to us, they sort of affect us. This is, uh, I, is that? There's that saying that uh, we are the people that high school made us, you know, so I imagine that a lot of times, whatever it is that we see or experience by, we kind of tend to stay in that realm, so that makes sense. Are there times, though, when it might be appropriate to allow the emotions to factor into the financial decision process? Because, I mean, we are emotional creatures, so we do have to kind of... I don't know make room for that don't we
2: Well the the number one determinant of investment performance for a pension fund according to two studies is asset allocation it's responsible for over 90% of the investment result of a pension fund and only 6% of your investment result is actual security selection and less than 2% is market timing and less than 1% for other factors like expenses but most individual investors look at it the exact opposite. They may look at Money Magazine and try to find the cheapest mutual fund, or they'll try to figure out which stock is going to do best and then give no consideration at all to their asset allocation, whether they have large value, large growth, government bonds, or, or what have you. So they get a completely opposite there with uh, compared to the pension funds. But studies have found repeatedly that that's how it works. It's a very rational approach to, to pension funds, insurance companies, institutional investing. But most individuals lose money uh, in, or severely hamper their returns because of the emotions that creep in there, the, the overconfidence when the market's up, and then that, that fear of losing everything when the market goes down. But the number one determinant of what an individual investor does with, with their investment is what they do when the market goes down. And that is more important than what they do with their asset allocation or security
1: selection. Well, you know, George, when it comes to, you know, making uh, decisions, financial decisions and how to account for the emotions, if you're working with a new client or prospective client or something like that, and you know that they are you know, fairly emotional about something, how do you construct that plan? How do you work with them mathematically, but also kind of factoring that in, knowing that that's kind of weighing heavy on them?
2: Well, there's a couple of things we do. Uh, we use a very advanced uh, risk tolerance program that very accurately measures the point where they would bail out. You know, what would be their limit? And then we construct a portfolio that won't see that limit. We'll never get them to that point of panic. We also go through a couple of things humorously. If you remember the movie Back to the Future 2, in the movie, um, they went into the future. Right. And they, they went into the future to 2015.
1: <laughs> right. Right.
2: And in the movie, in the when uh, McFly was in the town square, and they had the 3D, 3D commercial or 3D. Uh, oh, the
1: the Jumbotron. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It,
2: it showed the uh, who won the World Series. And uh, in the movie, do you know who won the World Series in 2015?
1: And they did. The, it was a was it the Cubs? It was the Cubs. Yeah. And in yeah.
2: reality. Who won the World Series
1: in 2015? Uh, was it the year the Cubs won? Yes, it was. <laughs> so that was one of the ones that got right. We now, didn't get hoverboard. Hum- make we didn't make, get sure, boards, make but, sure you're
2: sitting down and, right. and make sure your your seat belt's on. In the movie in 2015, who was president of the United States? I do not remember that one. Oh, take a big guess. No, was it really? Yes. Yes, it was Donald Trump. <laughs> It was Donald Trump. Wow. And, uh, the, the writers of the movie said that they actually modeled Biff. Uh, they modeled Biff after Donald Trump.
1: Oh, geez. So That's
2: one of the things, funny. I have, the, I have the, uh, the, uh, the car, the DeLorean, from uh, Back to the Future 2 on my desk. Right. And uh, I go over that with clients, and then I remind them that in the movie, both Doc and Marty wrote letters to their future selves. Right, right. And that helped them kind of get through the, the tough times. And, and that's what we do. We have a little card that we have the clients fill out to dear future self, and we have them write down the range of returns that we would expect uh, in their portfolio so that when it happens, we have their letter to themselves so that they knew this could happen. And, uh, and that tends to calm people down. When it's going according to the plan, they tend to accept it much better.
1: Huh, that's that's pretty funny it's like the simpsons right the simpsons are often given uh, credit for all the different little predictions that they've done on the show and then things happen later on um i didn't I, I thought about the cubs but i did not know about the other bit so that's pretty funny
2: yeah, it's shocking isn't it yeah
1: interesting well we didn't get the hoverboards though so they were wrong there <laughs> well we have them they just don't hover. <laughs> they just don't truly really hover <laughs> They're right? On wheels. right we call them hoverboards but that's eh, a little bit short all right well there you go well, okay well good so look when it comes to emotions you know know, they're going to happen. So make sure you're working with an advisor, make sure you're working with your advisor on, you know, and being honest about how you feel about things and working through those so that when they're coming at you with the math and the logic, you guys can kind of find that happy medium and pull things together. And that's a lot of what George does all the time. He's a wealth manager and chief tax strategist, as I mentioned before, at McReynolds Wealth Management serving here in the uh, southeastern PA area, Philly area, I should say. Uh, He's got an office in Lansdale. So if you've got questions or concerns before you take any action, as always, make sure you check with a qualified professional on anything you hear on our podcast or anybody else's. Always see how it's going to apply to your situation. And give George a call at 215-699-1050. That's 215-699-1050. If you want to set up a time you can talk with him, you can go to talktogeorge.com. That is talktogeorge.com. we Or check him out on his website at prosperpodcast.com. That is prosperpodcast.com. And George... Thanks for your time this week, but I appreciate you. And uh, now I'm going to have to watch Back to the Future too. Yes. <laughs> watch all three. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah, I love all three, but <laughs> it's just, I, didn't have, I never paid attention to that part with Back to the Future too. But the first one was so good, though. That's true. Yes. All right, my Thanks. friend. Well, you have a good week. I'll see you next time, okay? Take care, Mark. We'll have talk to week. you next time here on the Prosper Podcast with
0: George McRounds. George McReynolds of McReynolds Wealth Management, registered principal. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member, Finra sipc Investment Advisor Representative, Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and McReynolds Wealth Management are not affiliated. Advanced-level tax planning, income tax preparation, life coaching, and time management consulting services, and fixed insurance products and services are separate and unrelated to Cambridge. Cambridge does not offer tax advice.